Welcome to the Smut Hive. This is your trusty spoiler alert. This is our deep dive into our favorite romance books. We'll be spoiling all the good stuff. If you don't want to know yet, come back after you finish the book. And because we care, here's a little warning. We're going to be talking about sensitive topics that might be upsetting to some. Explicit language, sexual situations, such as questionable consent, abuse, and assault. Just a blanket statement of all the triggers. Hi guys, welcome to the Smut Hive. I'm Jillian. And I'm Morgan. And we are here today to talk, I have no idea what we're here today to talk about. I just totally We are that. here today to talk about um, us, our friendship, um, how we came to be, how this podcast came to be. Um, and then we are going to review the first book um, of the series, This Man. Um, it is written by Jody Ellen Malthus. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. How, how did we become friends? Why don't you tell that? Oh, that's a great story because actually we have worked together for quite a long time, um, but did not like each other whatsoever. Right. Um, and it wasn't anything like we just literally didn't have a need to speak to the other person. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we both have the exact same kind of resting bitch face to yes. not approach the other person. Right. Um, but somehow there was a discussion that popped up about a book and my ears just went up and mm -hmm. I stopped working and I looked over at you and I'm like, what did you just say? And what did you say? I said, I just got done reading this man again. It's my favorite romance book. I know I'm probably a nerd for reading it, um, which, by the way, guys, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people read romance books, shockingly enough. We've talked to our friends and family about this podcast for a little while now, um, and everyone is so excited, but also because they read it too. So, and I didn't know that. So when I found out that this coworker of mine that I didn't love uh, enjoyed the same kind of books I did, it was like a starting point into our friendship. And I kind of just went from there. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's yeah. kind of like when you we, we have identified ourselves as smut sisters. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and when anyone asks us, like, what is it that you're reading? The first thing that comes out of our mouth is yeah. just smut. Yeah. And always. then at that point, it's like, oh, well, what kind of smut? Right. Like, OK, we'll pull up a chair. We're right. about to explain this right. to you. So that is pretty much where this podcast mm -hmm. um, started was we decided that it was time to share our love of these books yeah. with everyone and our opinions. Yes. Um, however you choose to take them, they are in fact ours and amazing. And yes. so we we think that you guys will enjoy how we describe and, and review mm -hmm. these books and it makes you want to kind of go out and get them. I know our husbands do. Yes. Because we're married, guys. I've been married for 11 years. I have been for 22. Yes. So... Um, our husbands hear us talk about this stuff and they find us to be the most amusing. Um, so I think they're really excited for us too. Absolutely. It's the only time I do not get uh, banned from Amazon right. is for my book purchases. Yep. So yeah, absolutely. So we decided for this man, um, again, it was our first book that we had a need to discuss or speak to the other. And just found out that we instantly were in, in love with the same type of books. And so this is how we're going to start the very first podcast um, for the Smut Hive is to discuss the series in itself. But this episode is only going to be 
about book one. Um, and then the next episode, we're going to discuss two, three, and four and kind of the overall yeah. of the book. Um, you will find that in um, every episode, which by the way, we are doing one episode uh, a week. Um, every episode is going to have uh, what we're calling uh, dick scores, guys. Um, we're going to be scoring at the beginning of every book review, um, book or series, uh, the guy, the girl, the sex, and the plot. Right. So um, we look forward to doing that because we're both very different in some views. So we will each have our own score. Um so do you do you know offhand what score you have for this book? I do. And let's remember too, we're just gonna do book one yeah. um today. So this is the my dick score for um book one of the This Man series. So I would say as far as the guy, I will give the main man uh 10 dicks. And he is hands down absolutely one of my favorite assholes. Um, his name is Jesse Ward and the girl, uh, in this book, Ava O'Shea, I would give her probably six and that's being nice. Um, the plot, I'm going to give a straight up eight to, and for the sex, I'm going to give a 10. Okay. What about you? Um, so for me, uh, for Jesse, um, I mean, he's a sexy, very aggressive, I feel like man. I'm going to do um, 10, nope, 8 out of 10. Um, I know Jesse is Jillian's one of her faves, but he annoys me too much. <laughs> so um, I'm going to do 8 out of 10. Um, and then for Ava, oh, guys, I had trouble with her. I'm going to say a 5 out of 10. Um, the plot, 10 out of 10 always exciting. I feel like something was, is always going on. Um, and then the sex 10 out of 10, man, yeah. definite 10 out of 10 for this one. Absolutely. Um, so do you want to get into this thing? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, you know, you're kind of just starting out with this series and you, you do have to develop your character. So we do have that kind of the opening of the book is centered around, um, Ava, um, and this does take place in London. So we're kind of talking about, you know, like very, you know, posh type of places and, and people. And um, it has a lot of great uh, banter mm -hmm. as far as how, you know, things are said a little bit differently in the UK than they're said here. And it's, it's the way it was written was very funny. Yeah. Um, but Ava herself is just kind of a bore to me from the get go. Like she is, you know, kind of this professional interior designer kind of just starting out in her career, just ended a relationship she had and moved in with her best friend. Um, and so at this point, she is just kind of starting out like restart or I guess starting over and, you know, enjoying the single life and hanging out. But she gets sent on a job um, to for to be an interior design for this place called The Manor. And when she gets there, um, she's not quite sure why She's not exactly sure uh, why she needs to be there because everything um, at this place looks amazing as far as she is concerned. Um, and she believes that it's a hotel. And so she is led into this room um, to meet the owner. And then at that point, this is where we are introduced to Jesse Ward. 
Um, and the way that the author writes him from the beginning is the reason why people have gone past chapter three in this yeah. series, because yeah. it's kind of that first meeting where she is just struck stupid. Like yeah. she can't, yeah. you know, he puts his hand out to say, hey, are you doing? And she can't even manage to do that. She's just sitting there staring at him. So apparently this is like what every woman believes to be mm -hmm. the Adonis that you're laying your eyes on. Yeah. The, the hottest thing you've ever seen in real life. Love and lust at first sight. Everything. You cannot move. You're frozen because the hottest, sexiest man you've ever seen is there. He has a sexy voice and he just rich yeah. obviously he's right. definitely rich right knows um, the effect he has on yes women. oh he knows yeah and he's just messing with yeah. her the whole time but so i mean essentially she's starting to learn how to speak and breathe and do all of these things in his presence again and he's just kind of fucking with her the whole time but he wants to hire her to do this job and she you know i think at some point excuses herself to go to the restroom and then runs into like a woman and a woman is just like oh i see you've met the lord right um, and so apparently that's how he is known. And she's a little intimidated by that. So yeah. she kind of splits pretty quickly yeah. um, right after that, um, just indicating that she doesn't think that she's the right person for the job. And she doesn't feel like she could like be in his presence. Yeah. She's and work scared. I think she's scared of like that feeling that she had initially because she did just get out of a bad relationship um, and she is starting over. So I think she just doesn't want a anything to do with men in general and B, she is scared of the effect that she knows that he's going to have on her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you basically, you know, just get a whole lot of back and forth for a really long time. Yeah. As far as he has, you know, when she got up to use the restroom, he like programmed his information into her phone. Like that's stalkery. Like that it, first meet, first meet, and he's already out of control. For me, yeah. like, that's insane. And if we could just, the next time that she comes back to the manor, I want to say it's what, like a couple days later, right? he shows her into this room. And then by the end of a, what, 45 minute meet, he already has her bra, yeah. bra off her body, dress off. That's, and the whole time it's like, oh I love how he's making me feel, but also, no, stop. I'm terrified. She never says it. It's like always in her mind. Right. Um, She wants to stop, but he knows how to manipulate her body already. Right. Like, this is the second time they've met. Yeah. Well, before that meeting, though, too, like right when she is getting ready to leave the manor for the first time, she runs into another woman who she then believes oh, yeah. is Jesse's girlfriend. Yeah. This is Sarah, yeah. um, who we find out is a co-worker yeah. of Jesse's uh, at the manor, but at, also enemy, yeah. enemy through the whole enemy thing. through the whole thing. You know, you, you're, you're a woman, you know, yeah. when someone's making a claim yeah. and giving you the nasty look, uh -huh. like don't touch him or get around him. Right. So she now, you know, it leaves thinking that this is again, the hottest man I've ever seen. I can't control myself. I can't be a normal human. I right. can't work for him. And he's got a girlfriend. Right. So she finds out he messed with her phone because he's now calling her and texting her for like a day or two. And it's just nonstop. Like we're talking 30, 40 yeah. calls and texts. And she doesn't talk to him or have anything to do with Sends him. Sends her flowers. Sends her flowers at work, um, all these kind of things. But then so he calls her boss 
and basically says, I need her back out at the manor to do measurements mm -hmm. or so on and so forth. And she's reluctant to go, but she does. And as you mentioned, Morgan, it doesn't take very long. No. Once he, you know, gets her in the manor with, and she's, you know, focused on getting the measurements. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, he comes out of a room with like, you know, nothing on but jeans and, you know, like, seduces her. Stop. her. Like, sir, this is a second time I've seen you you know you have an effect on me and you're about to bust out with essentially no clothes on. I mean, I know you have pants on, but... <laughs> and I'm not seeing where the problem is with See, this. <laughs> I, that's just... I feel like it's too aggressive. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like as a woman, I'm walking in. And also, at, right before this, doesn't like the lock click so she can't leave. She knows she's in this room alone. With a man that makes her feel great, but also uncomfortable. And she knows he's got stalker vibes. And, like, here he comes with no, his sexy body's out, obviously, with no shirt on. He has the predatory look. I know he does. And I don't know if it actually says it in the book, but you know he does. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel like I immediately would be on guard. He wouldn't be taking my bra off in 30 seconds. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just yeah, overthinking the, it, but I just. And this is where we would disagree then because yeah. it would be within those 30 seconds that I would have already like unhooked <laughs> it and handed it to him. Like, oh, this is where you were going. No problem. Let me help you out. Because we're talking an Adonis, half naked Adonis just walked out of a room that you're in alone and he makes you crazy. And you're now alone and he's half naked. Yeah, here's my bra. You I want know. the panties next? They're a matching set. I, but he has a girlfriend. She still thinks he has a girlfriend. I would just be a <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> cheating whore at this point. Because my, there would be, what, girlfriend who in the back of my head All when right. this situation happened. So, but because she thinks that there is right. a girlfriend, there is some knocking that happens yes. on the door. And it is Sarah mm -hmm. talking through the door at Jesse. And then Ava, of course, freaks out, gets out of the horny moment that she's right. in, goes into the bathroom and with sans bra, right. grabs her dress. But, um, you know, essentially she pretty much just books it out of there as quick as she can yeah. with him on her heels, yeah. um, screaming and hollering mm -hmm. at her. And he ends up driving her home because she, as she was leaving, she stopped at the bar, like grabbed a drink real fast, mm -hmm. like slammed it down and ran out to her car. And she's already like half in the bag, I guess. And he like stops the gate from letting her leave. So he drives her home. Half in the bag. I see I through this whole series, guys, you'll we'll talk about this again, I'm sure. But he has a real issue with drinking in general. Her drinking. Her drinking in general. Like he's controlling about how much she drinks. Um those of you that know me and those of you that don't that are listening to this, if my husband ever tried to tell me <laughs> that I couldn't have that extra bottle or glass of wine, uh, that wouldn't go down well with me. I, you know, I don't like being feeling like I'm being controlled or being controlled in general. Um, and that is part of the reason why I have a really hard time with Jesse. And it's not just the drinking, but... She takes slams a drink at a bar and goes to drive. I don't feel like he should be not opening the gate and like forcing himself in her car because he does force himself in her car uh, to drive her home. So I that that scene uh, immediately I was just like, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have issue with this because 
you have to allow him to force himself into your car. You could have locked your doors. Right. You didn't have to let him in. So I feel like a small part of her, she like had to leave, but also get in my car and drive me home. Right. So I don't know. I had issue with that, but she does, he does drive her home. And um, of course, as Jillian said, she lives with her best friend, Kate, who I feel is hilarious. She is hilarious. Um, I love her banter. Um, I do feel as the series goes on, um, but mainly in this book, she is a great friend. She looks out for Ava and she gives her, you know, honest opinions. I do feel like, uh, I feel like as a BFF, they're your ride or die, right? Like you are always on their side, but I feel like that does slip uh, as the series goes on. She starts, I think, taking Jesse's side a lot more than I would want my best friend to take this man's side. I mean, they weren't even in a relationship at that time. Right. Um, but yeah, it does. It The book does do a really good job, I think, of adding in other characters' friends yeah. um, that really kind of make the... The series have that comical side, but also relationships outside of just the two main characters. So I do like a good book with like a good friendship. Absolutely. Uh, in the great background. Banter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after she goes home, um, you know, he is kind of still insistent about, you know, getting out of the car, but she's kind of ditching him and, you know, leaving real quick, going inside, shutting the door and turning off her phone. So she's trying to give herself a couple of days and then she's, you know, kind of touching base again with Kate and explaining like, yeah, I did meet this really great guy, but he just happens to be a loon and he has a girlfriend and the girlfriend automatically hates me and I just can't, you know, work for this man or have anything to do with this man. So she's trying to just go along her day. So um, I think where we get to at this point is she's taking a lunch break. She's at work. She's still avoiding him. She's taking a lunch break. Kate's meeting her at this kind of local mm -hmm. pub that they go to. And she goes up to go to the restroom. And as she's coming back, she's kind of messing with her phone and bumps into Jesse. And what Jesse basically has to say to her is hands down one of the best one-liners <laughs> in a book. Absolutely. And you disagree with me on this. I but do. he says... I just want to know how loud you're going to scream when I fuck you. Like you're talking in the middle of the day, in the middle of a restaurant, standing up, running into this man that I've been avoiding for days. And somebody just Adonis walks up and says, how loud are you going to scream when I fuck you? And I would be like, that's pretty fucking loud. Like that's, <laughs> I feel like I would be running in the other direction because I mean, initially, I think I feel like maybe if there weren't so many issues before that, I may have had or have a different reaction to that because it is a really good line. Like, it's hot. It's sexy. I'm all for it. But a stalker essentially is like telling me this. Um, I would feel like a little uh, worried, maybe. I mean, intrigued, yes, but also red flag number seven, eight at this point. I just don't know if it would uh, erase those red flags at that moment. Yeah, and to me, I can't even remember what the previous red flags were. <laughs> so, like, this is where, you know, I would get killed by, like, Ted Bundy. Because, you know, if you're a serial killer and you're hot, like, I won't know you're a serial killer. I just know you're hot. And right. so I will not pay attention to these red flags. 
where you might be a little right. bit smarter. Like, oh, you might have some emotional problems. Right. And I'm just like, show me right. your dick. Right. So, yeah. 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 Because good dick is good dick. But, I mean, when they're psycho crazy emotional, it just makes how it good does a dick have to be, guys, oh. to, like, erase that? Well, you already gave him 10 dicks from the get-go, so. You gave him 10 dicks. <laughs> I only gave him eight. Eight. Because those two dicks, too much emotional shit for me to have that's, to, like... That's fair. But but as you can imagine, yeah. you know, I think she took... Ava took the, the Morgan route yeah. and got really quiet, kind of disgusted, right. and went and sat down at her table, right. and then... She, for one chapter, guys. Yeah. One, one chapter. chapter. She doesn't ever stick with her gut. No. So she sits down at the table and Kate's like, what the fuck is happening? And then all of a sudden, Jesse's like walking up to the table and like, you know, not even sitting in a chair. He like kneels down next to her as she's sitting and just like staring at her like, you need to talk to me. And she's like, nope, I'm just going to eat this here sandwich. And her mm -hmm. friend Kate's like, hi, I'm Kate. I'm Jesse. So they start conversating while Ava's yeah. just sitting there and she splits. So. Again, we go through this. This is this is nothing. This is push and pull mm -hmm. back and forth. He calls her 90 times a day, sends flowers five or six times a day. Like it's just out of control, but she's putting him off. Um, and then she has the opening of one of the apartments that she did um, for her job. And it is kind of the showcase. It's the penthouse mm -hmm. and there's a party going on. And of course, Jesse comes. Yeah. Um, so does Sarah. So yep. that just kind of ticks her off a little bit more Right. Um, that he's still being persistent. And then, you know, before you know it, you finally are going to get your first sexual interaction mm -hmm. between your main characters just to happen during this open house in the bathroom upstairs of the penthouse where she finally gives it right. while people are touring the penthouse, yes. by the way. Yeah. So, I mean, she takes him on a tour. He asks, and she says no. And he asks again, oh, okay, let's go on this tour. Um, I think they go to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And they do tame vanilla things, I think, on the bed. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe. On the wall. On the wall. Yeah, and then bed, they start wall. hearing people and decide to split to the right. bathroom. Um. Which, again, this is a bathroom inside of a right, penthouse right, in London. Right. So we're not talking about just, you know, your average yeah, small little no. shitter. This is like gold fixtures and yeah. marble. There's room yes. to move around. Yeah. So they go into this bathroom and they lock the door. Yep. Um, people are still touring the house, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. penthouse. Mm -hmm. Um and they just get to it. Yeah. I mean, it's hot. It is. It is hot. It's a good sex scene. And another good line. Yeah. You know, kind of halfway or, you know, yep. he's, he's, you know, just struck home. Yeah. But not all the way. And so yep. he asks her, like, can you take more? And she's like, oh, there's more. Hands down. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing right. line. If, if you thought you were already full to capacity right. and there apparently is more. Right. That's a good fucking day. Right. And so then he, like pushes her up on the wall well, and they like bang it out. Yep. But then people come into the bedroom. Yep. So then they have to be quiet. Um, or however, quieter. quiet or quieter. Um, and then it's amazing. They're like, this is the best I've ever had. And they just can't even deal. So they collapse on the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he cracks a few jokes at, the 
expensive fixtures. And I think, is this the time that he finds out, she finds out that he bought the penthouse? Yeah. So then he tells her he bought it because she says something like, there's still people outside. And he's like, I wish they'd get out of my house. Right. And she's like, I'm sorry, what now? And he's like, yeah, I bought it. Um, He's like, is all this expensive shit right, worth it right. that the designer put yeah. in? And she's like, oh, hell no. Right. So I think now she is kind of understanding like how much money he actually has. And I think she's also understanding the hold that he has over her emotions and her body. Um, because I think she initially went into that bedroom and she wanted to have sex, but I don't think that she thought that they thought would. that they would, but you know, he is very sexy, manipulative, knows what to say. I think she does like it, but yeah. she says a lot in the book that she wishes that he would rein it in. Yes. Um, but he doesn't because she never actually makes him rein it in, right. which is another issue I have with Ava yeah, in particular. Well, um, and once they're done with, you know, the, the deed, um, and they do decide that they have to leave the bathroom and kind of go back to the party and she, you know, like her boss flags her down to like talk to other clients. And then it kind of hits her again because she sees Sarah and then... Mm -hmm. She's at that point going to avoid Jesse once again, because right. she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Mm -hmm. And you have a girlfriend, like, you know, I'm a horrible person. So when the party is done and she's successfully avoided having to talk to him again, she does actually just kind of leave and go sit out, like, I don't know, just a walk across the path. And then there's some kind of water and she's sitting by the water and she's calling Kate uh, and Kate, she's telling you, Kate, I think it was a voicemail and she left Kate and she was just like, I did like a horrible thing and I'm a horrible person, but I'll be home later to explain it to you. And then she hears Jesse and he's like, well, what was this horrible thing? I hope it wasn't me. And she starts to just ball, ball hysterically. And then through their conversating, it kind of comes out that you have a girlfriend and I just had sex with you in a bathroom. And he's like, I don't have a girlfriend. And so like the, at this point, the entire, everything we've read has been her torturing herself right. thinking that this man has a girlfriend and she can't be with him. And so now she's like, huh? Okay. And then they're just together again. But just, now the new crazy starts. Right. Yeah. And also, can I just state? You didn't think to bring up girlfriend before you started banging him in a bathroom. I just. She could have asked. She like, could these have are asked at any time. That's my. Th yeah. I, these I just, are mature people. Right. I mean, she's like 26 or so. Yeah. He's a little bit older. That's a whole yeah. thing we'll talk about later, too. But, um, you know, these are mature people who date who right. are we're not neither one are married. So they date. So. Yeah. Why is that not one of the first things that come up in your first conversations right. that turn sexual? Like, right. well, hey, by the way, yeah. before I hand you my bra, yeah. do you got a girlfriend? Right. But they, she just assumes, and he doesn't know that she's assuming it. No. And so it, it just stops. Like, it makes her not, you know, want to mm -hmm. be re receptive to all of his right. quote-unquote stalking with his calls and his texts and stuff just because of that. But now that they find out that they can be, you know, I guess, quote unquote, together, like, you know, they do bang it out again the rest yeah. of the night. But then he starts to show a little bit of his controlling colors come the next day mm -hmm. where she wants to kind of go home and sort out, you know, her laundry and stuff like that. And he's just like, no, you need to be attached to my side. And she's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to. Okay. 
let's spend three days together. Like we have no jobs. We don't have things to do. I just, I, I just can't, I can't do the controlling. His controlling stuff bothers me. I think what bothers me more though, is that she loves it and hates it, but she doesn't actually say like rain at the fucking right for a while. Yeah. I just, and I mean, and this is just stuff like she'll wear a dress that's too short and he'll, yeah. you know, tell her she can't leave the house until, yeah. you know, she puts it on or he won't take her to her house and ends up like, you know, while she's at work, he'll pack up a bag for her at her yeah. apartment. And so, you know, she has to stay with yeah. him. Um, she's missing birth control pills yeah. all the time. Missing yeah. quote unquote missing, missing. Um, she can't drink. She'll yeah. say, you know, hey, I'm not going to go out with you tonight because I promised Kate we would catch up for a drink. And he's like, okay, well, then he has this like way of sex is how he's controlling yeah. her. So he's not coming out and saying, I don't want you to go out with Kate and have a drink. He will start to fuck her within an inch of her life and then not let her come and right. then just be like, all right, go out. But, you know, you can't come and you can't drink. Right. If you promise not to have a drink, I'll let you come. Right. And so, duh, she's naked. She's horny she's in the mood right. it's happening right now i would agree to let an alien right. invasion occur right like it's okay fine yeah and then she's just gonna have her drink later but he shows up yeah and she of course got pissed she didn't just have a drink they were her and kate were like so hysterically laughing and dancing mm -hmm. they were like falling on the floor at this dance club and jesse like gets called by the bouncer all right and then jesse shows up at the club um, and he has his friend Sam with him. And we hadn't actually talked about Sam yet. So Sam is, a, a, again, Jesse's friend. Um, but he's also taking a liking to Kate. So within this time that um, Jesse and Ava have been dating back and forth, um, Sam has always been around with Kate. So he's, he's really funny. And again, this is something Morgan said earlier where the author writes in these really great side characters. Um, and Sam does, you know, get more involved, of course, as the books go on, but he, he's a lot of fun, but they, um, you know, scoop up the women essentially and take them on home. Of course, Ava wants to go back to her house, but Jesse's not having that. So she's going to go back to, um, the penthouse and, and basically pass out. But before she does pass out, she actually does say that she loves him and all of his demanding ways. Um, but then she just kind of passes out cold and, and has like a blackout. Yeah, so he, I think he's shocked and excited. I was more shocked, like, girl, you've known this guy for, what, two weeks at this point? Two or three weeks, I think, is the timeline on the book. Um, I mean, that's fast, I feel like, especially because there are so many red flags and there are so many things that she doesn't like, but I think that she's blinded by... I mean, his dick one, but also just how he makes her feel. Um, but yeah, so they go home and um, I'm pretty sure they have like really hot, dirty sex because she isn't blacked out when they get home because they go up in the elevator um, and stuff. But um, she wakes up in the morning. Um, they have sex in the kitchen and she's like hungover. Uh, and then she meets his housekeeper um, it's at that point that we learn he has a really weird obsession with peanut butter, 
which I don't think it's weird. I think he just goes into his kitchen and when he wants to snack, he just opens up a jar of peanut butter and like licks his finger of peanut butter. Let's get normal. a spoon. I don't know. Like this is a bachelor. True. That's true. But so, Ava's disgusted yeah, by it. She's disgusted butter. by it. So um so essentially from this point on, I think they're just like going through the relationship. Um he I might I also want to add to at this point, um she does not know how old Jesse is. They have like this game where like she'll say how old are you, Jesse? And he'll say 25. And then she'll ask him again and he'll say 26. And then kind of like goes on from there. Um, they don't know a lot about each other, but I do think in this, in, at this time, she kind of starts to learn, um, how Jesse came to own the manor. Um, like he inherited it from his uncle. Um, and I think she does learn at this point also, like what a playboy he is, uh, has been. Um, so, you know, he's still controlling, ripping off dresses. She still can't, she's still losing pills, birth control pills. I mean, how does she not, I feel like she knows, she knows, but like she's shoving it into the back of her mind because she doesn't want to believe that he would do it. But like as a reader, like, bitch he's doing it yeah you know it yeah but she just go is not she just doesn't ever say anything yeah and she's gone to the doctor like twice to get them like refilled and get extra mm -hmm. packs of pills and like she shoved some in her underwear drawer she's got some in different purses and yet you know she magically just can't seem to find these pills but instead of thinking well fuck i need to get the you know the morning after pill right. or how about you just go sign up for some depot bitch like right. why are you playing around <laughs> With these pills, you obviously don't care because you're losing them and not taking them for right. weeks at a time. And you're not once in your head thinking, oh, I wonder if Jesse's taking them. Because why would anyone in their right mind want to knock up somebody they have just recently right. started fucking? Also, I mean, let's be real. He's, they're not using condoms. No. He's coming in her numerous times a day. A day. Hourly like, at this point. I, the, I mean, the percentage of yes. possibility of pregnancy is so high at this point. Uh -huh. I would be losing my shit. I want to yeah. just be like nonchalantly walking to my OBGYN and being like, mm, I lost some pills. Like, bitch, this happened three times. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a really hard time with that part of this book. The series in general. Like, this was one of my biggest issues with the whole series. But... It was a controlling yeah. move. Yeah. It was a controlling move on his part, but it was also just a piss poor yeah. life choice that she chose to make by ignoring it. Yeah. Um, but it, it is there. It is yeah. in the background. It is something that you're waiting to see if it ever comes. Like, is she ever going to confront him or is he ever going to, mm -hmm. you know, mention it or anything like that? But, but yeah, outside their birth control, we're scissoring dresses off. We're telling her what clothes wear. We're waking her up at 530 in the morning. Withholding and like, sex. Withholding sex, forcing her to go run 10 miles when she's like, no, I just want to sleep. And he's like, get up, we're leaving. Um, the drinking thing. Um, he has a he has an obsession with lace. He always wants her to be wearing lace. So he expects that when he removes the clothing, she is wearing lace. Mm -hmm. Um he counts down. Julian thinks this is hot. I do, guys. actually. 
I, I don't know if it's because I currently use this in my life right now with my seven year, year old child, but he does a three, two, one countdown. So it's like, she does something and he doesn't like it. So he counts down three and usually she's like, fuck you, you wanker. And he's like, two. And she says something else. And then he says one and magically she's like, okay, I'll do whatever you want to do. And then if she doesn't, he says zero, baby. Now that's hot. But I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed now. So zero baby doesn't really help me. I don't know. It gets better throughout the series, but initially I just, I, that countdown makes me feel like he's treating her like a child. And see, and this is where you're missing the kink factor. Okay. (laughs) And that's what this is about folks. So let's just, this, this is exactly what this is about. So she's done something to piss him off. And I can't even think of an example because she literally does things like a toddler. So if he treats her like a toddler, it doesn't really surprise me, but moving on. The idea is, come here. I'm going to put my hands on you. So three, no, fuck you. Two, I'm still not doing it. One, and then zero means I'm going to get touched anyway. So why are you wasting two extra fucking seconds that this man's hands could be on you? It's just a waste of time. It's a waste of time fighting it. What are you fighting for? Oh, please, no, stop. It's more like, don't stop. So yeah, I don't have a problem with it. No, again, I don't have toddlers running around my house. My children are older, so I don't have that um, here. But yeah, it's hot for me. I just don't equate it with sexual. I equate it with like, say it next my have your, child. do it naked next time. I mean, I'll yeah. try it out. I'll try let you, it. I'll let you guys know. Okay. I'll let you guys yeah. know. How Morgan's going to go home and explain this to her husband. <laughs> and then she has to do this naked. Yeah. And then we're going to find out. Tune yeah. in next week. So yeah. Three, two, one, zero, baby. Yeah. Um, so let's, we should be at the, okay. We need to explain a little bit about the manor because Jesse, he does work for a living. He owns this place and he does have to go there. And Ava of course does not want to go there because of coworker Sarah. Um, because Sarah does not waste any opportunity to make Ava feel uncomfortable or, you know, antagonized and, and so on and so forth. So, um, Jesse always wants Ava to come and like hang out in his office and she, she generally does. So when she's there actually doing work for her job designing, she is usually kind of escorted by Jesse's, you know, second in command. This is, um, or his security. His name is John. He's a kind of a very cool character. Love John. He's John one of my favorites. Um, so Ava's kind of always escorted around whenever Jesse is not with her. John seems to be. Or she stays in his office most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is actually done a lot by design. Yes. Yes. So um, she's there um, this particular, in this particular time, she's there for work. So she goes up and she takes measurements for this room um, and she runs in to Sarah again. And honestly, at this point, like I be punching a bitch in the face, like I'm over her at this point. And Ava is still, like, treating her nice because she's not really sure, like, the relationship that Sarah and Jesse have. I think she realizes it's different and odd. Um, so I think she's still trying to be respectful. I wouldn't. That's no. not me. But no. um, so she um, gets her measurements, leaves. She goes home. Um, and then her and Jesse spend another sexual yeah i mean at some point they do eat yeah they they, generally tend to just 
fuck shower eat right. fuck shower maybe go to work today right. fuck shower eat yeah so um jesse gets a call um and he needs to go into work and he wants ava to come with him come with him and she refuses she doesn't want to go so he gets pissed off and he leaves so ava takes kate to the manor because now she realizes after discussing things with Kate that she's in love with Jesse and she doesn't want the manor to be an obstacle. Yes. So they go there and when they show up, um, Sam is there. uh, Jesse and Sam's other friend Drew is there. Um, So Kate's excited. So they bounce up into the manor and everyone is like, what are you doing here? Does Jesse know you're here? panicking so she starts walking around with kate uh with no escort uh red flag red flag guys um she goes upstairs and goes into the communal room that has whips and couches and a saint andrew's cross and she's like i'm sorry what the fuck is this uh, Kate knows immediately because she's been getting down and dirty with Sam. Uh, so then Jesse, someone has alerted him. So now he's up there and he's legit panicking because um, he didn't want her to find out this way. Um, so I think she stays fairly calm. Uh, she leaves, of course, runs into Sarah, who rubs it in. Um and she busts out of there yeah. like as quickly as possible. And then I don't think that they speak uh, for a, a minute. He tries to talk to her, but she doesn't have anything to do with them. She goes home. Kate comes home. And then Jesse shows up and is like pounding on her door. And here's here's my problem with this. He is pounding on her door over and over again. And she is saying, I don't want you here. I need some space. Please leave. He does not leave. He does not. After her repeatedly just saying, give me a moment. And then what pissed me off the most is that Kate lets him into the house. Yeah. Listen, BFF, my ride or die. Don't you ever. I would be so pissed. Because at that point... Like, I feel like Ava really needed a minute, and I feel like Kate didn't respect that. I agree. I don't think that Kate respected what Ava was going through, but it wasn't just the fact that Jesse was hiding the fact that he owned a sex club. It was that he, all these steps he took to keep it from her by not just telling her the truth, because in his experience when trying to get with her every time they, you know, she, he would get close to her, she would just find ways to run. And that's kind of always been her, her go-to. So I think that, I mean, I understood why he kept, you know, this big secret from her because he knew she would run, but Kate should have taken Ava's side on that. But Kate was thinking, Ava, you're just being ridiculous that he owns a sex club. It really can't be that big of a deal. And lets Jesse in to kind of let Ava know she's making the wrong decision by ignoring him. And probably also to stop the crazy lunatic that's outside her house screaming and banging on the door. So why there's no police that have been involved in right. the many times that Jesse has been outside screaming and there's neighbors or whatever, 
I don't really know what happened to that because I feel like that should have been a couple of phone calls. Um, and that is something that's not really my favorite part about him. It's just kind of like, well, no, I said I, I need a minute, but he will never give her a minute. She never gets right. a minute. He's always there kind of crowding her. Um, but that's pretty much like, you know, the end. Like she's done. Yeah. She's just decided at this point that she's done and, and they're not going to make it. And yeah. I believe it pretty much wraps yeah. up at that point. Book one does. Yeah. I think um, it takes her a while to wrap her brain around everything. I, Sam does try to like talk to her and tell her how much she's changed Jesse and how Jesse has never acted like this. Uh, with any woman. Um, so she does end up driving back to the penthouse. Um, but when she walks in, he's drunk. Jesse is like inebriated and is spouting off all sorts of like mean, crazy shit. Um, and I think at this point she just decides, I'm not sure that it's worth it. So she leaves him there drinking his sorrows away because she essentially has cut the cord and that is the end of the first book. They're not together. Um, He's drunk in the penthouse and she goes home and is upset, obviously, because she loves him, but he's lied. Right. Um, And now he's drinking and saying horrible things. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of the first book, guys. It's a lot. We barely touched on some things. Uh, so I do suggest picking it up and reading it because the next episode is going to be book two, three, uh, and four for short. So it's, there's not a lot there, but it does wrap up the story nicely. So we are going to go through that, uh, with the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, well, we just want to say thanks. We appreciate um, that you guys are, you know, taking time to listen and let us explain our books our way. Um, and we really did enjoy just going over it for you. Yeah, so we um, are signing off. The Smut Hive is live. Um, see you guys next week. All right, bye. <laughs>